Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Friday of the 28th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, what can we say that Abraham found, our ancestor according to the flesh? Indeed, if Abraham was justified on the basis of his works, he has reason to boast. But this was not so in the sight of God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. A worker's wage is credited not as a gift, but as something due. But when one does not work, yet believes in the one who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited as righteousness. So also David declares the blessedness of the person to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not record. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. Blessed is he whose fault is taken away, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord imputes not guilt, in whose spirit there is no guile. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. Then I acknowledge my sin to you. My guilt I covered not. I said, I confess my faults to the Lord, and you took away the guilt of my sin. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you just. Exalt all you upright of heart. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, so many people were crowding together that they were trampling one another underfoot. Jesus began to speak first to his disciples. Beware of the leaven, that is, the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. There is nothing concealed that will not be revealed, nor nor secret that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light, and what you have heard whispered behind closed doors will be proclaimed on the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but after that can do no more. I will show you whom to fear. Be afraid of the one who, after killing, has the power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. Are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I've noticed that when I'm traveling, particularly to a place of a different culture, that I'm instinctively more polite than when I'm at home. It's been a hard-earned lesson, believe me. But when you're the outsider, you want to do your best to keep any potential helping hands on your side in case of trouble. First among those good practices is a sincere and hearty thank you for any kindness offered or service provided. Interestingly for us as Christians, Abraham is more widely honored across time and place than Jesus himself. We join both Jews and Muslims in recognizing Abraham as a model. Today's first reading, however, initially made me feel a little uneasy. I know in my heart that we cannot save ourselves through our good actions. Salvation is a gift from God that is rooted in another gift, the virtue of faith freely offered to us by God. But it still gives me a little heartburn to think that Abraham's extraordinary obedience to God didn't somehow contribute to his place in heaven. But it's a reminder that no matter how good we try to be, all good things— 
emphasis on the all, are a gift from God. Just as a vendor's good service is his or her choice, regardless of our good manners, even more so is God's goodness a pure blessing. Which I suppose is why we as Catholics consider um, the Eucharist as the essential act of worship. The meaning of Eucharist is thanksgiving. We come together, first and foremost, to give thanks to God. If we are fully engaged in that act of thanksgiving, and if we enter into communion with Jesus in his perfect act of thanksgiving, the offering of his life to the Father, then it's inevitable that good works follow. What other rational response is even possible when we understand and rejoice in our hearts at just how generous the Lord God is to us? I hope that you also make it a point to be thankful to those who serve you. Frankly, it just makes practical sense if you want life to go a little bit more smoothly. But our thanks to God isn't just a human transaction. It's the spontaneous act of love for one who has faith. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, and say a prayer for me.